This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back, sports fans, to another episode of the Charity Stripe Podcast brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one sports podcast network in Los Angeles for those listening at home, on the road, in the air, or in the water. Do you believe? We have a great show for you guys today. We're obviously talking about the Russell Westbrook mega deal. All right, what about the Madden 99 club? That was wild. They just threw that out there. Football's around the corner. Will the Browns make the playoffs? We saw something amazing happen with the Los Angeles Angels in baseball. And we got a whole lot more coming at you guys. So buckle up, tuck it into the waistband, because here we go. Three, two, one. We're back. We sitting here, I supposed to be the franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. back baby it's the charity stripe hit your free throws cuz they free so would 168 coming hana at you guys and so would 167 and i'm flanked on my left and on my right by offensive and defensive coordinators nikki snacks Kreider. and alex tossed me the rock to sopolis and we are just ready to rock and roll with it toss is playing war against himself so you know he's ready his left side is currently winning and nikki snacks Kreider is going through stats so it looks like one of our heads is in the game so let's kick it off with some fan questions. Mine's though. literally in the game. <laughs> Without further ado, question number one, dear Josh, Nick, and Toss from the Charity Stripe. Will the will the will the Westbrook <laughs> will the Russell Westbrook trade work? And did the Thunder get enough? And that's from Brandon in New Jersey. Um, oh, Brandon, that Wesco Wabbit. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's gonna work. I mean, realistically, though, are they better than the Clippers? No. Lakers? No. No. Jazz? I don't think so. And neither do I. Uh, I think they're better than the Nuggets. I don't think they're better than the Warriors. Yeah, I don't think they're better. I think they're like the fifth team in the West. I but that's fifth. But I think without Westbrook. I, I don't know. I think they're pretty on par with the Blazers. No, I think the I think the Nuggets are better than the Blazers. Uh, oh no, 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 I'm talking about I'm talking about the the um the Rockets. Rockets. No, yeah, I said but I think the Nuggets and the Rockets are both better. He's saying he's saying that the Rockets are better than the Nuggets and the Blazers. Yeah. 
Okay. With now with Russ, but I think know. it's close. Okay. I think it's close. I'm interested to see how it fits in the scheme. I was explaining to someone the other day. Um, I think West Westbrook will have to have the ball in his hands the most, right? What? Nothing. I just I had, I drew an ace from both decks, so I had to war with with aces, which Good. is kind of a big deal. Yeah. Okay. We'll keep you guys posted how this how this yeah goes. how this game goes. Um, Westbrook, I think he's gonna have to have the ball in his hands. Harden kind of becomes a shooter almost. Obviously, he'll have the ball a lot make a lot of things happen, but Westbrook driving to the basket, his ability to ditch to Capella down low or kick it out to Rivers and Gordon is something he's not had as of late, especially in the Thunder you know, system with just guys like Raymond Felton, Andre Roberson, Terrence Ferguson. Paul George was really his only option, and Paul George is a phenomenal shooter, can create on his own, but not as well as Harden can because if Harden has the ball in his hands, Westbrook becomes like a slasher too, and he still has that athleticism where he can just really dominate around the rim. And maybe James Harden doesn't have to shoot 35 shots every single game now. Mm-hmm. And then on defense, it helps Harden out a lot because Westbrook could pick up the better guard now. You can also take one of them out and play them with the other four guys mm-hmm. where like you could do that with Chris Paul, but obviously Russell Westbrook is way more dynamic as a playmaker than Chris Paul, you know, a bum Chris Paul with a bad knee. Chris Paul's just done. That's like the issue of it. And you know, it's a great deal for the thunder. I mean, for the Rockets, cause they get out of the Chris Paul contract. And I think the Rockets got enough. I mean, the Rockets are doing, it's, it's kind of like the new tank or the new process where we're seeing it. When we say this time and time again on the show, that you, you mean the Thunder? You're talking about the Thunder? Yeah, the thunder. yeah. I'm talking about the Thunder. You can get good guys late in the first round or even early second round, and the picks they got are top four protected, yes, but I don't think the Rockets, the way Maury runs the team, I don't think they'll be picking in the top four in the next 10, 15 years. You know, it's tough to say. You don't know how the scape the NBA is going to change, but Houston's an attractive place to play. They're a good organization, so I think they'll hover above ground. I mean, when was the last time they even picked in the top five? It's been a hot minute. Right, it's been quite some time. It's been quite some time. So I think they'll play. I think they'll be safe. They're a safe bet, you know, to be at least at the very to worst, hold on to those picks. To hold on to those picks. And if you're the Thunder, but I also think it's a safe bet. And I brought this up to you, you know, when the trade was made, that I don't think that they're going to be getting top ten picks with these guys either, or, no, or even lottery picks. But that's my point. I don't think it. Yeah, a lottery pick would be nice. But the guys you're getting it, it used to be the guy you're getting at seven or eight was leaps and bounds better unless you get really lucky than the guy you're getting at 17 or 18. Well, I mean, but, but now t- you could get guys at 17 or 18 that are big time contributors. I mean, we say it, we said it on like the last show, I think. Big time contributors could- though, but you look at a, a franchise like the Knicks and they want to go after a guy who's going to be the helm of their franchise, right? Mm-hmm. Now they're building behind RJ Barrett. You know, they thought they were going to get Zion Williamson. They didn't. But uh, can you build a team around Carson Edwards? No, no, no. but like, so you, I, I just that's my my one yeah, question is you, you <clears> have <throat> to you have to hit with these picks. Yeah, you do hundred percent. Or else they have to hit with their own pick. I think. Yeah, that's a great point. For so sure. uh, they're not going to be good next year. No, they're going to be trash. Yeah, they could be one of the worst. They could be the worst team in the league. No, but right. they could be one of. I say they're top three worst. Yeah, think, so they I can get I, a top three pick next year. I think year. the Hornets are worse than them. They can get a top three pick next year and build around that guy. It's it's less. They have it's more disadvantaged. I don't even know what I'm talking about, but. It sucks more now because of the lottery and the way that it doesn't, you know, adhere to teams tanking. So yeah, to speak. the Grizzlies like because there's really home run. Right, there's really no or way that the, the Pelicans that yeah, the Thunder the are going to be good. There's no. no way that the Thunder are going to be good, but it's no guarantee that they're going to get a top three pick. Right, true. They could true. get the fifth pick. You know, like in which the case, and the Cavs like right. walked in which case. So regardless, you're still getting a, a top five lottery pick that you can build around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, it's a high caliber player like Ja, like RJ, right. like Zion. It won't be this next year I don't think but who knows what these kids in high school can, Lamello, can do Lamella Ball is good yeah 
He's I, very good. He's very good. He's a great he, playmaker. He's, he can't he can't win by himself though. No, I don't think so. Oh, he I think he's got a lot of room to grow. I think he, he's really turned some heads this summer. I think he'll be nice in Australia. It's going to be interesting though. I mean, we've had guys come out of the Australian league and we'll see how he does. Yeah. Um, but the Thunder... It's I, a bit of a crapshoot. It is. But you know what? The guys, like, if you look at the Raptors, not a single guy that really contributed on that team was a lottery pick. Right? Right. You know? And you look at the Warriors, like, like Steph was a lottery pick, but he's like seven. Clay was like like, like 10, 11. You but know? who did, who did the Raptors build around, though? They built around DeMar, DeMar DeRozan. Who, who was, was a top 10 pick. Who was it? It was the number 10 pick. Yeah. yeah. Nine. Yeah. He was, he, was a, he was a top 10 pick for you sure. You gotta have that first guy. You gotta have that one guy, and I think the Thunder. And like part of that saying, is a marketing aspect of basketball. Yeah, of course, is hitting on that pick that's theirs, Nick. I think right. that's a great point. But I think they look in the Paul jo- in, the, in the Paul George trade. They got five picks in this Westbrook trade. They got two picks and two swaps. And the Jeremiah Grant trade with Denver won't be a good pick again. But they got a first round pick. It's nice, and it's nice. Like Carson Edwards, you can't build a team around him. But as far as a second rounder goes, I think he's going to be a big contributor. As far as a second round pick goes, yeah. no, I mean I like Shy Gilly too. Yeah, Shy Gilly's a great. Like again, he's like, that's someone to build around for sure. He's a P. He's mm. like a. He's like a. He's like not the, there. Yeah, no, like I, the, I, I really think he's someone to build around. If he's if he's a big three, he's the three. He's yeah. never. He's not the one or the two. Yeah, but, but he's, he's a he's a good a good, you know, cornerstone. He can only he can only get better. Playing, you know, 30, a great rookie season. Thirty plus minutes against, you know, he having did. to do a lot more than what he had to do for the Clippers. Yeah, he had a way bigger role in the Clippers than they was expected. I feel for like, sure too. He, he overshadowed Jerome Robinson, and he was great in the playoffs. And I think he was overshadowed a bit by Luca and Trey Young. But as far as guards go, he was better than Sexton. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I don't think that's a question right there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's a good guy to build around. I just think the Rockets team it's it's going to be exciting. Westbrook and Harden are coming for blood. I think this is... They're both hungry. They're both hungry, you know. But are they a top five duo in the NBA? They could be. Like, they could be. Like, we were ready to count the Rockets out last year, and I was ready. To, we were ready to count them out in the postseason. All of a sudden, they figured it out and got it together. Harden is a, a great player, and so is Westbrook. And I think I, I'm interested. they're getting up there in age, and they've done what they had to do individually. They've both won an MVP. They've both led league in scoring. Westbrook's done the whole triple-double thing back-to-back-to-back years. I think now is the time where they try to play instead of within themselves, within each other, and within the system and buy in. A lot of pressure's on Because neither time. of them have done it on the, Look, from the team me, standpoint. No. Correct me no. if I'm wrong. They're the only team in the NBA that has two MVPs. Now. Now that KD right now. is gone. Yeah, right now. I, I don't think you're wrong. I think you're right. I think you're correct. So I'm trying to see if I'm rattling, rattling my brain right is now. It, is it kind of like bad if they don't win because they're both MVPs? Um, I, I don't think so because I think, I mean, I think they can, I really think they can win. I think they brought, they brought in Tyson Chandler, you know, he's a good guy behind Clint Capella still. I don't think it has anything to do with James Harden and Russell Westbrook. I don't think D'Antoni's system can win a championship. I don't think, I don't think he's. So do you think he's on the hot seat then? Oh yeah. I think he has to be. He has been after these last two years. Yeah. He's like, how can you. To squander like what you, when you should have beaten the Warriors twice. This is the best team he's had. This is the best team he's had. And this is the Warriors. And they, and they got the. Keep Clint Capella. Yeah, which the is Warriors, crazy. They the talk about trading, trading him. The Warriors are good, but they're not as good as they were last year. That's no, a fact. No, no, no. Um, I think the Lakers are. I think the Lakers are the best team in the West just because they're the deepest. But that being said, LeBron only played X amount of games last year. Boogie was a shell of himself, and Anthony Davis was hurt sometimes last year. If one of those guys falls, I think the Lakers are in trouble. I think if getting past the Clippers is going to be tough because Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, two two of their best skill sets, is playing within the team. They do a really good job of molding and melding and blending into the team's philosophy. Like, as good as Kawhi Leonard was last year, like, hard, hard and, oh, exploding for 40, exploding for 50. 
Kawhi gets goes out there quietly, gets his twenty seven. You know, plays the best defense on fifty percent shooting. On fifty percent, he's the most efficient guy. And Paul George is like the second most efficient guy out there, realistically. But him and then Giannis, kind of like one A. Yeah, he's shooting forty plus percent from three. Like it's that's really yeah, that's they're, nice. they're really good basketball players who know their roles. So I think it's going to be tough. But if Westbrook and Harden find roles within each other, I think they're going to be great because Westbrook is he, he's still like an uber athlete in these five. He, oh, the twenty nine percent from three. It's because he's shooting five threes a game because he has to shoot those threes. I'd like to the, see the them. The game is. I'd like to see them go get one more shooter. Corver, someone, someone because Austin Rivers can't shoot the three ball well enough. He can't. Well, Gordon can. Gordon can, Gordon yeah. can for sure. Go- yeah, Gordon. But you can't, you're not going to play Gordon the entire PJ game. PJ Tucker. PJ Tucker's good. You know, they went and signed uh, Anthony Bennett, who has been shooting like 43% in the, uh, in the D Overseas. League. Overseas? No, oh, no, in the D League. He came yeah. to the D League and was shooting that yeah, well. It's a non guaranteed contract. So. so it's not a bad, it's a good risk, I think. Yeah, former number one overall pick. Gerald Green, I'd like to see like an upgrade to him. I think what they can do is, I think in the midseason, I think they could look to the Knicks, send the Knicks a future first rounder, and go get Marcus Morris. I think that's my hot take, and I think that could help separate them. Would sure. a sure. Beal trade be out of the question? It's impossible. Yeah, it's they, impossible. Can't, they can't afford impossible. it. They can't afford him. And they—that's is that? Is, do you think that's going to happen before the season starts? No, a Beal trade. He's chilling there at least for the start. What about what about uh, signing Lance Stevenson? Lance Stevenson, not good enough uh, shooter, but a good another good like bulldog defender guy. Yeah, that's fine. Build around that. That's Has anyone good. signed VC yet? Vince Carter, no. But like, no one signed. They Melo's not going back there. I think Melo might be done. Honestly. Yeah, but Vince Carter is like moldable to any team. Yeah, he helps anywhere. Melo yeah. could just be meh. He could yeah. not help at all. Understandable. I don't know. I'm. Surprised. I can't believe Melo's like gone. I think he'll play somewhere next year. I'm wearing a Melo jersey right now. No. I, him and Dwight Howard just fell off so hard, almost as hard as Deron Williams. That was crazy how hard Williams fell off. Um, but, yeah, I think the Thunder got enough. I think the Rockets did a good job of getting out of Paul's contract, and the Thunder are in full rebuild, rebuild mode. I'm interested to see if Paul ever suits up for Oklahoma City. Like, I don't know, though. Like, I'm like, like, a week ago, I was like, no way. Now I'm like 50-50 on it. Right. I mean, I think it's kind of out of the question for the Thunder to buy him out. It's such a big, big it's a, contract. It's three years of like hundred million plus. Right. It's, it's like almost like impossible. So maybe they look to trade him <clears throat> somewhere else, or they just match salaries, get get just pay go- him and just have him chill. Well, they could take on Goran's contracts and someone else's contract from the Heat. And send him to the Heat. Like James Johnson and Drogic, and then do they still him. have Olenek's contract? Yeah. Yeah. But I think they might want to keep Olenek if they want to compete. I think Olenek fits the bill more than James Johnson. Right. Um, but yeah. That's a good question. Question number two, Dear Josh, Nick, and Tosh from the Charity Stride, bigger asset, Zion or Luca, And that's from Jonah in New Jersey. Who is the bigger asset? I mean, it's blatant. It's early to tell for me. It's Well, it, it is early to tell. At the moment. You've got it, a guy who has never played an NBA game. game and you've got a guy who, had rookie, who was rookie of the year who had a better rookie season than LeBron James. It is Luca, But I'm interested. Statistically. Yeah. I mean, interestingly enough, though, who's like more marketable for a franchise as a whole? I would say Zion's more marketable. And he's got, he'll sell more Just because he's American? No, that has a lot to do with it. Helps. I, has a well, lot to do with it. We, I saw, mean, we saw him playing college. If, if you're talking about, yeah, I think it's the college aspect. It's a guy we've it. seen since he was a freshman was, in high school. Before Luka, a freshman. Yeah, in but high if Luca wasn't an American but still played at Duke, then maybe things are different. I think if Luca played at Duke, maybe. I, I mean, think, d- if we saw Luca, how good a Luca? How good would Luca have been in college? 
He, he would have. Well, he was playing. Well, I, I mean, I think it helped him that he wasn't playing high school basketball in the United States. He was harder, playing. He was playing professional basketball at the age of fifteen in Europe. Yeah, I think it, it helped him for sure. And I think you, you know, it's, I think Rubio was just caught the tail end of you know where he really would have been effective. And I don't think I don't think the Euroleague. Was, was as what, good, it, what uh, it is now. Fair enough. I think Rubio, we kind of saw like it helped him a little bit too. I think the EuroLeague's good. The EuroLeague's better than the Australian League, but who knows really. The Australian League could be good this year with Lamelo. I, I think, though, that if Luca played in America, I mean, we, realistically, we've had the same amount of time with Luca and Zion. Just one played in the NBA, the other, the other one played in college. We've had Luca for a year. We've had Zion for a year, like really on the grandest stage of them all. And as much as the Mavs are a big team, like re- are the Mavs as big of a – you know, national powerhouse as like Duke? Probably not. Probably not. Like Duke is a bigger team than the Mavs. And But the Mavs are a bigger team than the Pelicans, I think. Yes. Yes. But yeah, for sure. For bigger, sure. For bigger sure. market team. Bigger market team. But now it's like it's sometimes the player can make the market. Like the Warriors were not the Lakers, they weren't the no. Clippers, they weren't like this big market team. Well, no one was talking about the Warriors when they had Baron Davis and Jason Richardson. No one gave a shit. Their jerseys were yeah. disgusting. And, and Stephen everyone Clay. Was, everyone was living in the Chris Wall. Exactly. Stephen Clay changed the game. They changed the game for them. I mean, it happens across the board. Like John Wall, like no one, no, who had a Wizards jersey other than Gilbert Arenas? And like MJ. Yeah, the MJ Bullets jersey. That's what people, <laughs> were, that's what people were rocking. So our next and, best player was Karan Butler when he was there? Yeah, and John Wall changed that organization. Yeah. That and you're talking the, about a guy who was highly touted since he was in high school even like Miami well, we say it all the time yeah, he has one of the changed Miami he has one of the best high school mixtapes of all time John yeah. Wall does John yeah him Rivers Wiggins was pretty good yeah I, I, I'm just thinking sweet. about it now and it's like it's interesting that is there a young gun in the NBA who's like the bad boy the bad boy right because now because Luca and Zion are both like very good character guys very like fun loving like pretty good with the media Luca's like playing Fortnite every single day. So I think yeah. we've I think we've lost. Is Joel Embiid that? No, no, he's, he's not. not a he's like boy. a nice, fun-loving guy. He could be. He kind of messes with people, but I not think, enough. Not I enough. think Simmons. But he just doesn't say anything. He doesn't say. He's a quiet assassin. I'm really I trying think, to wrap my brain around it. There's no know. bad boy. There used to be so many. Like Isaiah Thomas. Was yeah. Just uh, Isaiah Thomas. Marcus Morris is a bad boy, or not Marcus Morris. Marcus Smart's a bad boy, but he's, but he's like he's just older, gritty. Older. Yeah. yeah, he's just gritty. He's not. He's also not good enough. Yeah, you know, I'm talking about like top tier NBA player. Who's top. I think Marcus Smart's going to make a nice jump. He gets better and better every year. By the way, yeah, I think that's going to be big for them. Just saying. Um, I guess Lonzo kind of gets the bad boy just because of his dad. dad. Though there's no bad boy of the NBA anymore. Like Lance Stevenson was like the last, he's, yeah, the he bad, bad boy. boy. The last Jedi. The last Our Jedi. Test. Like Ben Wallace, Gilbert Arenas, Jermaine O'Neal. It's because of Adam Silver. Adam Silver is like so PG. Yeah. I mean, listen, the NBA is amazing. I can't really argue it. I'm glad. Like, you know what? We, we could sit here and complain about that, but if we were like, if there were fools running around, if there was like Gilbert Arenas, like gunshots in the locker room, we'd be like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Well, I just think that a lot of these guys are getting media training a lot earlier than they used to. And like yeah. their agents are coming to them and, and saying, listen, like your reputation's on the line here. Yeah. And you can easily lose a lot of fans, which and ends up being money, money because it's sponsorships. And branding. Yeah, Nike doesn't want to sign someone who makes billion? them look bad. What are these? Who are these guys are making like billion dollar contracts in Nike? Billion? <laughs> no, not billion. I think some. What Katie's contract was like ridiculous. 
It wasn't a billion though. It was half a half a billion. It's a billion to us, Nick. Yeah, which is like, yeah. <laughs> listen, a million's a billion. A billion to me is a billion. So yeah, um, I don't know about you guys. Fair big math guy, quick big, math. Big, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think Luca is the better asset as a player. Um, I think they're both completely untradeable at this point. But as far as a marketing standpoint, I, I think, think Zion's the yeah, better. Yeah, de- definitely Zion. Yeah, I think also he's, just because of the style of play, like well, just mean, just I, the way he plays the game of you know the slam dunks. It's and, more marketable. Yeah, and just like the the big heavy. You know, fast guy coming down the lane. But I think that Luca's game is like no question, like just more perfect, polished. perfect for the NBA it's, right, yeah, right it's now. Polished. What okay. the NBA is today, a guard, a, a six seven small forward who's actually a point guard who can shoot the three. That's like exactly Luke what everyone wants. Luca's six seven. Yeah. yeah, he's huge. Wow. If I can make a cross board comparison, and a really hot mom too. Let me know what you guys. <laughs> let me know what you guys. <laughs> oh, Nick, that's always where your head's at. Let me know what you guys think of this cross board comparison, though. Uh, Zion to Luca is Vlad Jr. to Tatis Jr. Mm. I think Vlad's like the big home runs, the big body, like the you know the flashier. More father. people knew who Vlad more was than Fernando Tatis. Yeah, even though Tatis is the more polished player. Okay, yeah, I'll get behind it. I know you will. <laughs> <laughs> now you will. I said that. Um, but yeah, I think it's. I think that's a fair comparison. You know, but I think it's. They're both going to be super exciting. I'm, I'm excited to see them go head to head. Moving on to question number three. Dear Josh, Nick, and Toss from the Charity Stripe. Do you agree with the Madden 99 Club? And that's from Max in Chicago. Uh, Madden 99 Club, for those who do not know. did You guys saw it, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I did. It's yeah. a mural that they unveiled one by one. Super cool. Yeah, really a Madden cool. 99 Club is like low-key one of the, the – uh, 2K doesn't do it, but Madden does it. it was, yeah, there was, there was it's like, like an honor. It's like they honor the best players in the league, and basically they give them a 99 overall rating, which is the highest you can go in Madden. Mm-hmm. And So many year, guys got it last year, and they really limited it this year. Um, well, to, they also update the rosters as like the – so someone can get on. it. Someone yeah, can yeah. feasibly but go like, up or go the, down. Like the inaugural the 2019 season. Yeah, so yeah, it's the initial Aaron Donald. Um, Bob Wagner. Bob, Bobby Wagner, Khalil Mack, and DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, love So 3D, him. one offense. Miguel actually called DeAndre Hopkins. He said he was going to be in the 99 club. Or really, I couldn't understand him. I, yeah, he, I knew he. I heard DeAndre Hopkins, and then he said I didn't he said noventa y nueve DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. Oh, really? oh, he did. I, yeah. I, I, I don't speak. Nice. You guys know I don't yeah. speak Spanish, but yeah. I'm glad you could. Toss has been brushing up, so yeah. he understood Miguel. Right. Um, but DeAndre Hopkins <laughs> is deserve. Like, is there that big of a difference between DeAndre Hopkins and Julio Jones, though? Uh, no. Eh. Like, there's a difference between Mike. There's a difference between the two of them and like Michael Thomas and Odell. No, but you know what? DeAndre Hopkins hits all of the categories that bump your player up in Madden. So yeah. he's like his offensive awareness is like super super high, which yeah. is like that's the number one category that skyrockets guys. His catching is super super high for a receiver. That's like the most important. The category. most effective yeah. play I think for a receiver. Don't if, say speed. No, no, no. I think the most effective play spectacular catch. No, no. I think the most of, not the play cat- like category. Route, route. The most the most effective route catch and traffic curl. No, I'm kidding. No. I'm kidding, bro. Oh, go, oh, go. Oh, oh, a comeback. The, the slant. Like the, 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 well, yeah, the slants are definitely just like the cheat code of Madden. Yeah, but he's the best slant. Madden. Well, he runs great slants in the NFL. Yeah, he's the best slant in Madden. I just think I. I, think, I don't know. I think a guy like Antonio Brown's probably got a better slant. Are you? Do you? But there was better there, acceleration, was there better agility. Like they left out. Like how is who they leave out? How's Mahomes not part of the '99 club? Because, I mean, I don't think you can give it to him after two years playing in the league. It's not, yeah, but it's, it's not but just. It's just like how good one year that you had before. I mean, I guess I guess cool. It's fair that video games like take that into consideration. But like, could that guy could not have had a better year? Or how is like luck? Andrew Luck, ninety nine. Come on, bro. No, no. What are you no. smoking? Or JJ Watt? Maybe, maybe. Come on. He has okay, been. Okay. JJ's, JJ's, JJ's been, been ninety nine before. before. 
Yeah, so he's like, but the, they what also, was so bad it's, about it's a projection year. too. It's what they think they deserve, right? It's not just like what they did the year before. I guess you guys are cool with it. Yeah, I'm cool with it. I think so. Okay. I think a lot of the most surprising for a lot of people who don't Wagner. know how good Bobby Wagner is yeah. Yeah. is that he's 99, but he, yeah. he's very deserving of it, yeah, in I, my opinion. I 100%. He's disgusting. He's an unbelievable football All player. four of them deserve it. Yeah, all four of them deserve it without question. I was just like, I want to throw like Julio. There's so many Watt, good wide receivers in the league right now. Like Brady or like Breeze or like I, don't, I just don't think you can give it to a quarterback. I, I agree with that. And you, I think that Mahomes would be the guy that would get it. Yeah, I mean, he won the MVP, you know. Yeah, anybody. He had, he had the most touchdowns. But how can you? How can you? you make, in make, my mind, it's like how can you make Mahomes a ninety nine and not make Brady or Breeze a ninety nine? Who do you think's gonna make the jump this year? Who will get there? Yeah, I think you could see if a receiver catches fire, who's already close. Like if you're talking about a guy like Julio, who will probably be like a ninety six, ninety seven. I can see. Uh, surprise, surprise me with a pick. <laughs> Shock me. Shock you, Zeke? No, they don't give to running backs. Running backs never get ninety nine. But he, he really could, got it. Last you don't think year, he could get there? I don't think Gurley had 99 either. Um, I think <laughs> I'm gonna try to shock you. Yeah, Mike Evans can make it. Huh? I think that's crazy, but I think you know I love Mike Evans, so I think he's gonna have a sick year. I'm not the biggest fan, but I think that this season he's gonna break out. I think he's. Been I nice. mean, he's like he's I already had he's breakout years. Top five. He's gonna go Receiver, off. Right? Statistically, yeah. last year, I think he's gonna go off this year. I think with him and Arians and a full year of James, I think he's about to go off. I think that's a shocking pick. I was gonna say Tyree Kill if he plays the full year, but I don't know if he will. Also, there's a couple of. Sa- like safeties mm-hmm. or corners that I could see do it too. That's usually like a cornerback is definitely like a, a position that's easier to a position that's easier to get to. The Your kid can club. make the jump, Derwin James. Yeah, yeah, I could see it. He's, he I mean, he's got a ball out. He's got a ball out, but he could. He balled out last year. By the way, Darius, I saw Darius Leonard could do it. I was driving down um, Lincoln Boulevard in Venice the other day. Oh, this is in Merrick. That's where I'm from. And and they, they it was where they had the LeBron mural originally when LeBron first got here. Yeah, there's a Derwin James mural there now. He's really good. That's pretty cool. That's awesome. He's a, he's a better football player than Joey Bosa. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's played. Sure. I mean, played more games because Joey Bosa is always hurt. Mm-hmm. Quickly, quickly, quickly. I want to just because this has been such big news in the media. Totally nothing to do with this. Um, real quick, your answer: Do you trade Melvin Gordon or no? No. Okay. I mean, he. Well, if he demands a trade, then I feel like you have to because he's going to hold out. You, I think no, you have to resign him and pay him. You want to pay? Yeah, him. I want to pay him. Okay. Interesting. I'm not going to argue that. Um, question number four. Dear Josh, Nick, and Tosh from the Charity Stripe. Who would you rather have? Javi Baez or Chris Bryant? And that's from Austin in Chicago. Um, who would you guys rather have? Uh, Wait, a guy from Chicago is asking this question? Crazy. Uh, Why would crazy? he do that? I don't know. Who, what is he? Is he not a White Sox fan? Yeah, go White Sox. Aloy oh, Jimenez. Yolanda Moncada. Yolanda Moncada has been good this year. Aloy Jimenez is a beast, dude. That, guy, that guy's a big boy. Chris, I think we were all in agreement. Chris Bryant. Yeah, we, we, we looked at the, the stats. Show. We really went broke it down. I think Javi Baez is more exciting. He wins it in the the important baseball. Yeah. Stats. Okay. So I think when it comes down to like Javi Baez is more of a flashy player. I think, mm-hmm. you know, more of a. I think he's also more of a marketable player just because he has got the big personality. He plays shortstop, which is crazy because Chris Bryant like is so handsome. Right. Well, Chris Bryant. <laughs> oh, yeah, so handsome. He is. But you, know, you look at the stats. Six five. You look at the he's OPS. The Javi Baez is only six foot. I, Tell I me just, height doesn't matter. Tell me that. I just want to say as far as a marketing standpoint goes, I think you're right. I think Javi Baez it's is swag- personality. Personality, he's swaggy. I saw an Instagram video of Javi Baez in full Cubs uniform after a baseball game in Starbucks. He went he went on like Instagram live 
and legitimately had his his game uniform on in Starbucks. He's cooler. He's cooler. So much cooler. He plays the middle infield, which is like the swaggiest. Right, right, right. In baseball. With right that now. being said, though, but marketability, though, like I feel like Chris Bryant should really take a page out of Brady's book and just start doing like embrace like the handsome look, like man. do like Uggs, like a coat, like something like like you know he's not like as cool as these other guys Thank are. Mm. Yeah, we'll see. He just should rock the handsome. But in terms of the yeah. stats, he's got higher OPS. He's got higher WAR. He's got higher on base percentage. Which Give me the on base. So it's, it's he's got a lot of a higher on base it's, percentage. Yeah, yeah. It's like consistently. It's he's like, like a career to close to four hundred. Yeah, and he's five. Is like hovering around three twenty five. Doesn't get the walks. The no. walks are huge. Huge. Walks is just good, good, just as good as a base hit. Easily, and you know what? Walks are huge for Chris Bryant in that lineup because he bats ahead of Rizzo and ahead of Javi Baez. Javi and Rizzo are better power, better power hitters than him. You know. In in the in the lineup. That being said, I, I, he's got that's big time. He, he like he's led the league in runs once, and he's got a, he's got a, over 110 runs twice. He's also won the Rookie of the Year, and he's won and MVP. MVP. I think Javi he's been an MVP voting top 15 three years. Yeah, yeah. and then Javi was two last year. In his credit, won a Silver Slugger. I mean, it, and plays multiple positions. Looking at like average and stuff, which is like kind of one of the more you know like favorable stats to look at. None of them have reached 300, but. I think on base percentage is more important than average. I agree. I agree. And Javi's is a little too low for me because he strikes out too much. Right. And Chris Bryant's brought the strikeouts down since his rookie yeah, year. he's only he gotten better. Only got better in that category. And Javi Baez is leading the league in strikeouts right now. No bueno. No, no bueno. bueno. He's having a great year, though. Yeah, he has a really good year. Question number five. Dear Josh, Nick, and Toss from the Charity Stripe. Will the Browns make the playoffs? And that's from Trevor in Ohio. Will they make the playoffs? Um. Why not? Why not? I mean, I think the only thing I could see is the Steelers have Tomlin, who's not only been to the playoffs, but has won a Super Bowl. They got Big Ben, who's not only been to the playoffs, but won two Super Bowls. They're the, 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 the thing with the good Steelers. Juju too. Yeah, some good juju is there. The thing with the Steelers, though, Shazier, it was a big hit on the defense last year that he wasn't yeah. there. The The whole Le'Veon Bell situation is behind them. The whole Antonio Brown situation is behind them. It, it's a distraction-free year where they yeah. can really focus on football. So I think that's going to help. I was going to worry about the way. Ravens, though, too. Yeah, I think people are, I think, you know, a lot of people are hating on Lamar Jackson. I think he's going to be good. I think but their can, defense is what sick. Is it, like, is, it, is it impossible anymore that guys can get better? Like, that's like a big guy. No, no, they, I, I still think that the Ravens are a playoff team. They have a top three defense in the league. They've got, they added a crazy good wide receiver. If Baker is going to make a jump next year, why can't Lamar? Why can't two exactly. guys, why can't, if Baker is automatically going to get better, why can't Lamar? Harbaugh's a great coach too. Um, Harbaugh, again, you know what the same similarity between Harbaugh and Tomlin? Yeah. He's won a Super Bowl. One championship. They're a championship, bro. It's a big test. I think the Browns play the Ravens week four. In Baltimore, I think you brought up a good point. When we were discussing this before the show toss. Yeah, I mean, said, I think if the if the Browns can sweep either the Steelers or the Ravens, then they'll make the playoffs for sure. They'll make in, the playoffs, not necessarily in, win the division, but they'll make the playoffs. They'll make the playoffs. Well, so they'll make, the, and that that's contingent upon them let's, also sweeping. Let's the get Bengals. on the same page about one thing: they're fighting for the wild card spot, one wild card spot, because the other wild card spot's going to go to either the Chargers or the Chiefs. Yeah. So realistically, there's only one wild card squad up for grabs in the AFC. I'm gonna we're right. gonna get into it. Obviously but I think later that they're gonna have a better record than the the AFC South team. The other are they automatically are they gonna be better than the Texans? My gut says yes. Is this Jaguars defense not gonna make? Are the, are the Jaguars not good with Foles? Like, I'm I'm just asking you. They gotta do it. They gotta. Bounce I, back. I think that's the most up in the air division. I think that division right, and that's and my gut. My gut. 
feels like they're just going to eat each other apart. That division. Uh, the except AFC for South. the Colts. I think the Colts are going to walk out of there. I do. I don't know. We'll see. I think the Colts, the Patriots. I think they kind of blew this offseason. They had so much money, they didn't spend anything. But, like, sometimes, like, no move is a good move. Like, not haphazardly. They could spend money now next offseason. Or they could re-sign their guys and give their guys contracts and pay their own dues. It's true. You know, I think sometimes a no move is not a bad move necessarily. And I think the Colts are good. I think So you feel like the Jags, the Jags, the Texans, the Browns, and the Ravens, Steelers, those like five teams will be gunning for that spot? Yeah, I think they're a step below than the Chargers, Chiefs, Patriots, and Colts. I mean, Denver can bounce back too. It, I, I would rather, I would honestly, I'm not even, I'm kidding, I'm not even kidding you. I would pick the, the Jets before I pick the Broncos. Really? Yeah. Wow. I like, again, like I liked, I think Donald's going to make a jump. I think Gase is a good coach. I mean, it's not a fluke that, that, that Peyton set the record with Gase. It makes a difference. Like, obviously, Peyton Manning's a top five, maybe top three quarterback of all time. But having Gase there, he set a record. You know, I think he's got Le'Veon now. Yeah, but offensive coordinators are a different ball game than head coaches. I know. I know. But he's at least the offense is going to be there. And they have the, that psychopath, Greg Williams. <laughs> Greg yeah, Williams is Greg Williams. He's psych. He's like he, who? He's like the best defensive coordinator. Him or Wade Phillips? They're both amazing. I like Wade better. Yeah, because he's less crazy. He's too. He's <laughs> like because he'd rather Wade talk to your parents than Greg Williams. He's like a young football player, probably. Greg Williams is nuts. Like he on hard knocks. I would have just rather him be hard knocks. Well, he also kind of he also kind of led that that bounty scandal with the Saints. Oh, he's a psychopath. Yeah. So no, he's. I don't like him. But he's a great, like, I don't like Sean Penn. He's a good actor. <laughs> I don't like Greg Williams, but he's a good defensive coordinator. He'll yeah. never be a head coach because of that. Yeah. that's what the, I don't really like you, but you're a pretty good host. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, mean, I could see the Browns making the playoffs. I think it's plausible. I would. I think they have the cool. I, I think they have the swaggiest I want roster. Them to. I, I want, want them, them to. Too. Yeah, I think they have the best offensive roster. The big thing though is that we haven't really touched upon is they have a first year head coach. Yeah, that's the that's the big if. Really. That's the kicker. Because I th- yeah we were talking I think they have a top ten talent roster. In the they have NFL. some good guys on defense. Their offensive talent young is, good guys on defense. Their too. offensive line is good. The running back duo is like um, the best. The receiving duo is the best. Is it the best receiving it duo? Should, it should be. It should be theoretically. With, I don't know who's better with Njoku there and Callaway. I don't know who's better. I think that's the best receiving core in the NFL. Yeah, receiving core. Yeah. Duo though, I'm duo sorry. Jarvis and Odell. Yes, that's the best. Yeah, because like the only thing that could really hold a candle to it would be Woods and Cooks is not better. No, Thielen and Diggs is better. Not bad, isn't better. Yeah, that's what I was. My, that was my next guy. Uh, it, does, I mean, does Ridley make a jump if he makes if he gets considerably better? You know, what I think is close. That's like not a bad. I wasn't even thinking about that. That's a good point. Uh, but the similar situation. Though, oh, I think we're thinking the same thing. Allen and Williams. Allen and Williams. Mike Williams can make a big jump. This yeah, year. but I don't. Mm-hmm. Keenan Allen's not in the same ballpark as Julio. I think they're. I think William. No, I think Keenan Williams, Allen is very similar style of play to Odell and Jarvis. They both th- play the same. I think Williams and Allen could make the Thielen Diggs jump into that category. Who Who were you gonna say? I wasn't gonna say anything. I was. I was gonna compliment you on the the uh, Ridley Julio Thanks. point. I Thanks. think that was a good one. Thanks, man. Because I, I, I just don't. There's no other duos that are that good. Yeah. You know. I mean, it's just, yeah, that's just the case of it. I mean, you know who I think could be good? Like, Par- we love Paris Campbell. Him and Hilton could be nice. Yeah. yeah. But Does New Orleans have anyone else besides Mike Thomas? Who the hell knows? They just They've got a bunch guys. of guys. They just throw guys out there with <laughs> yeah. him. Yeah, it doesn't, they have Kamara. So Mike, Michael Thomas and everybody? <laughs> Kamara and Thomas, honestly. But I don't even think Kamara and, 
No, Kamara and Thomas are better than Odell and Jarvis. Because mm, yeah. I think because I, I think because I, I think Michael Thomas is a better wide receiver than Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah, but then throw in the running backs that Cleveland has. Fair enough. And there you go. Oh no, yeah, the Cleveland Nick offensive Chubb and Cream Hunt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nick Hafchub and Cream Hunt and <laughs> Najoku and Ka- I mean, yeah, the Browns have the best offensive weapons in the league. Mm-hmm. That's you can't really dispute that. It's can the quarterback make the jump? Right. Can the coach make the rise? Can they protect him too? Can they protect your quarterback? I think they can. I'm excited to see that team though. They're gonna be they're they're really a competitive team. There's no question about that. Next up, biggest balls of the week. Balls of steel. Biggest balls of the week brought to you by Gold Bond and No Chafe Life is a safe life. Biggest balls of the week. The Angels pitching staff and the Angels as a team as a whole. I mean, this is one of our I mean, we love shit like this. I, I haven't seen something like this. This is why sports is good. Also, I just double ward. I'm just saying. Cool. Um, <laughs> thanks for the update. More. I, I think that this was the greatest sports moment I've seen in my life. Better than D. Gordon first pitch home run yeah. batting from the opposite side yes. after Jose Fernandez it's died. Very close, but yes. If you I guys, think it's the same. For those who don't know, I don't I, you must be living under a rock. But Tyler Skaggs, pitcher for the Angels, died couple weeks ago at the age of 27 wore number 45 so the entire team wore 45 jerseys with skags on the back it was their first home game back playing at after, home, the, All-Star after the all-star break um since he's died and their entire team wore the jerseys and they scored 13 runs mike and trout three, hit a home run on the first pitch right over like over the um skags the memorial. yeah over, over the, the memorial yeah and then also they won 13 nothing um by the way it was a combined no hitter yeah, they, they, pitchers, no they started out. Who was the reliever that started the game? He pitched know. a couple innings, and then they brought Pena in. His, finished it. They brought in. He Felix pitched Pena. seven seven innings. Yeah, yeah. They they no hit that team. Pretty yeah. amazing against the Mariners, and then at the end of the game, they all took off their jerseys and placed it on the mound. So it was like a really nice thing. I mean, it's it really just, cool. I think they're not going to wear forty five. And the rest of the you year. know what's ironic? They're the Angels. Angels, are angels in the outfield, yeah. bro. I mean, it's a, it was it's a pretty. Mirac- it's miraculous. I it's a miraculous story. I throw it with the Gordon. Home run. The, the Gordon home run was very emotional because like everyone was crying, you know, and it was like a big moment. And I agree, it was very touching. But like this right here is just like unbelievable. Like this will Skaggs, never, Skaggs this will been, never happen again. Skaggs has been on the Angels for a while, too. Yeah, low, low key. he's twenty seven. He's never been on another team. Yeah, he was in the he was up in the Diamondback system, but he was mainly an Angel for most of his career. He's been there a while. He's twenty seven. He's probably been there four or five years. He's a good pitcher. He was kind of finding his groove. He's always been kind of injured. You're just getting. It's, I mean, it's a terrible situation. Just newly, newly married, um, it's, and it's kind of just like one of those cool things that happens, and it shows people, normal people like us, like how dialed in people can get when they're like how dialed in professional athletes can get when they're focused, when they yeah. hit that level of hyper focus, where like you know people we've seen it in like Kobe's last game where he scores sixty points and like ridiculous. Yeah, he also threw up like sixty. 60 shots. No, I know, yeah, but it's but just... Like, he hit the game winner. He hit the yeah. last, like, four buckets. He like, still has to hit the shots. The, the end of the game, he right. he really did. And you know, like, when, when you give, like, you put a cause behind a sports player, like, how good they can really yeah, be is like, pretty amazing. Wilmer Flores night, he hits that walk-off. I was there for that. That was probably, that was the craziest thing I've ever we, seen. We compared the Dallas Braden thing, where he, he pitched a perfect game on Mother's Day, like, the year his mother died. Mm-hmm. Like, Isaiah Thomas playing that game after his sister died. Yeah, and going and off. winning. Yeah, Marquise Goodwin having a crazy game after his newborn, you know, son dies at birth. Yeah, Jesus, man. like the, these yeah. things are like they're powerful. These ki- super it, powerful. It's you know what? Because there's something it's bigger that, than the game. There's something that you'll never understand 
like an athlete just has something within them, like a pro athlete, especially like a dominant one, like a, like Trout, like Trout, yeah. like has something within him that just is almost unobtainable to like a normal person, mm-hmm. like a normal human being. And when something elevates that, it's like almost like a natural steroid that elevates. It's that. like limitless. It's like that movie with Bradley Cooper. I mean, he, he really hits that. What, what, really I don't know stride. about Utah, but like when when I played high school sports, and you know someone would go down with an injury, like brutal. Where it's like, oh, like they're done for the season. Like, yeah, we like rally and we're like, oh, we're, yeah. gonna, we're gonna play this game out to, for this guy and kick, Big time. kick the other team's ass. Big time. I mean, it happens. Yeah, it, it, any kind of like performance where your adrenaline's up. Yeah, I feel like it happens. Or like, God forbid, like a player gets sick or something like that on your team. Mm-hmm. You know, that that and there's nothing that brings a team closer than adversity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charity stripe gets deep. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on, you gotta be kidding me. You gotta be kidding me. You're kidding me. You're kidding me. Are you kidding me? This guy, are you kidding me? Kidding me. Are you kidding me or what? You've got to be kidding me. you got to be kidding me. You've got to be kidding me. Oh, you've got to be kidding me. you got to be kidding me. Wimbledon. What that we watched? I mean, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I didn't watch the match. It was way too early for me, and I slammed Stranger Things like it was my job last night. That being said, we watched the highlights. It, those, first of all, those two guys are just out of this world good. And since, like, 2002, it's been either Federer, Nadal, who's won it once, I think. Or Djokovic. Uh, Djokovic, or, and Murray grabbed two. Yeah. Murray grabbed two. But, like, Federer won, the like, hometown seven, hero. The hometown hero. Which Andy was, Murray. I, I, I remember, Andy Murray. I remember when he first won that. That was awesome. Um, Murray. But, yeah. Yeah, it was really good. this year, really cool. Joko takes down Federer. Yeah, and a great game. In the longest Wimbledon final ever. Yeah. Because uh, when was Isner's match? Was that in, was that in Wimbledon? Isner was at the U.S. It, Open. Uh, that, that was like that two was, days. That was the U.S. Open, I believe. Yeah, I think that's so, because that was. I, remember, I think that was on mm-hmm. home soil. That was crazy. Um, crazy game. Both those guys are. How is no one taking these guys down yet? Like Federer's like thirty-seven, and 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 Novak's thirty-two. Is it between him, Nadal, and and you know Novak? Is is there been a more dominant trio in any sport over the, like this longevity? Like guys fall off. I don't know. Like, like they're just it's consistency. I mean, tennis is just it's all consistency because they're they're yes, all like they have enough pace behind their swings and they're both so they're both or all three of them are so good with their forehand and with their backhand. It's all just consistency. Yeah, but the ba- throwing a baseball is consistent too, and guys just draw, like CC just as, as big as he is and as strong as he is, his speeds dropped. Guys, the, the velocity just goes down. I you mean, know, pitchers, people fall. There's, I've never seen. I guess as, like, objectively, because tennis I, is I, not my sport. It's not I've just being able to hit the ball the exact same. It's hitting the spots on the court, picking your spots on the court. Federer, but he rarely like, misses. Well, we're looking at the shot that they reviewed, and he's dog tired. He's so tired, and he still like nabs the the line on a crazy forehand shot. But if you were watching that guy play, knowing what knowing what I know about other sports, maybe tennis is different, but I really don't think it is because it, it takes so much speed and agility, the quickness you need to have on your feet. I'm sure that you're, the, the weight and the pressure on your knees and your ankles. Yeah, I don't know how especially they as you're playing on all these groin, like every play on all these different surfaces. Like it's, it's like they're they're sliding on glass. You know, they're in the, it's totally different than playing on clay. Clearly, because Nadal has just been so dominant on clay. Right? Yeah. It's if you're watching a guy like Federer play or, or Novak play, it's you wouldn't guess that these guys are thirty seven knowing what you know about other sports. Like like Peyton Manning tailed off. I mean, yeah, he was a couple years older than I Federer. would say the closest to that dominance you're talking about is kind of like the quarterbacks in the NFL. Like Brady and like Brady, Peyton, Peyton and then like I'll throw in like Roethlisberger in and there Rivers. Because he's had a couple. Well, I mean, I'm talking about like the domination of like because like you're looking at the past Super Bowls who have won Super Bowls, it's only like five guys. Quarterback wise, 
Yeah, I mean, I, it's, 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 it's just absolutely out of this world how stupid dominant these guys. And like, there's, and there's not like, okay, this guy's like, like we're watching the Patriots, we're watching the NFL, and it's like, okay, Brady is like, is is still like the Patriots are still the favorite, but like Mahomes is right there. You know, Goff is like on the brink. Even like Dak is not in the Even same Wentz, caliber Wentz of quarterback, but he doesn't make mistakes and he could easily do it. Wentz is like right there the too. People are saying Trubisky. Trubisky know? is a big like MVP pick all of a sudden. I, I like Mitchell, but in Watson, there's young guys who are like on the site. Like mm-hmm. there's nobody. I don't. I, maybe I'm not. I'm not super involved in the tennis world, admittedly. But there's nobody on ESPN. They're like, okay, this guy. You got to watch this guy because he's the next big thing in tennis. Who, I mean, for, is that? for the longest time, I mean, you look at like a guy who is an American who was probably the most talked about American tennis player while he was at his best, Andy Roddick, right? And he was never where those guys were. No, he he, was, he lost to Federer like three he was, times. And he was always like a top 20 tennis player, but he never he won. He was number cons- one once. Was he? At, at one point, yeah. I knew that for a fact. I was looking at it That's today. That's how I forgot about him. And yeah. erotic. Yeah, I totally forgot about him. But he was so loved in America. I know, but I like and I'm saying, nev- and he never got it done. Even like Tiger it. though, like has come against like there's Kepka, who's like the next guy up. Well, but I mean, yeah, Rory, but in the early 2000s. Rory, Rory, it was like Rory, and when Jordan was really good. Yeah, Spieth. When it was like Spieth, Rory, Tiger. It's funny to say was because Jordan's like 25 years old. Oh, he's still good. Like, know, but he's got time to no, no, no. Of get course, back. Of course. Lefties like always. In but the those mix. like two years where everyone was like Jordan Spieth is the next Tiger Woods. Yeah. Yeah, there's, but there's been no like. I mean, I don't know. I don't know like the history of golf like way down the line, but I'm sure Jack Nicholas and like Arnold Palmer or someone like had these crazy. But that's like the domination. Okay, I've seen that before. Though I've seen one guy. And maybe it's like I don't know. Maybe it's not. A, it's just weirder to me that like they're all three that good. Exa- it's just like the, they're one through three. They're always like the th- it's like the three of them every time. Like I I don't know like with outside of Murray and Roddick, I don't really know many other tennis players because no one's can hold a candle to these dudes. And it's like Phelps. It'd be like, it'd be like if if Phelps, 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 like, and Phelps. Yeah, it was like Phelps. It was like Nicholas, like blocked. He was kind of in there. Usain Bolt never had any adversity. Phelps really never had. A, no one really, really stepped up on Phelps as the best swimmer. They were talk, comparing him to like Spitz, who swam like what, like the seventies or eighties, right. you know, back then. It's like that's like the Nicholas Maybe like to me. I've NASCAR. Seen that. <laughs> I, I mean, know. Justin Gatlin was a good sprinter, but he was never as good as Usain Bolt. Not even in the same. They're not. Even, they might as well not even be like they're the same kind of human being, but they're like one's a step ahead. Right. Literally. You know, literally. <laughs> nice, dude. <laughs> wiggies, wiggies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of wiggies, we got a new segment, Nick. Yeah. Uh, we don't have intro music for it yet, and I'm not going to make it tonight. So, yeah. so uh, we're going to call this Reddit on Reddit. Um, I'm sure that's a thing already, but like. Well, right? It's a thing on the charity stripe. Yeah, it is. So, Sue us. Please. So here's I would what, love any kind of adversity in my life. Here's what we Reddit <laughs> on Reddit. Up. Uh, brought to you by Unbreak Wow. That's the the Reddit. It's a chamois and a wow. The redditor. Okay, so here here we go. I'm just gonna read it word for word. This is on Reddit backslash NBA. Yearly reminder that LeBron James has a career average of 27, seven and seven. Yet in 1,437 games of NBA basketball, has never finished a game with precisely 27, seven and seven. Is this the greatest phenomenon in the history of the world? Will he ever get it? If he finishes his career without getting it, will it tarnish his legacy? I feel like at this point, having 27, 7, and 7 game is more important than winning another championship. And then fun fact, he put up 27, 7, 7 in the McDonald's All-American game, which is probably his last game before the NBA. That's wild. 
It's the, yeah. The, the, that's Will it tarnish his career? Absolutely. I mean, I think that's a given. I think it's way more like it's way more important to get than the NBA championship at this point. Right? Already, so what was it? Is it, is it twenty-seven, three. seven, and seven rebounds and assists? Yeah. Right. Well, here's the thing. Well, he's never. He's gonna have more than that in like Blocks. every single game. Well, he, well, <laughs> I, well, let's really break it down. I mean, he's got three championships, right? At this point, between three and four, people have already made their notions on him versus Jordan. I don't think three versus four is going to make a difference. Whereas getting this twenty-seven and seven would really ease people's minds and put pe- people are. I'm sure there's people like losing sleep at this, like these OCD Look, stats. If he really, oh God, if he really, that, wants do you think it? there's a line on that? If, it, if he'll ever get it, we no. should totally. It's, the odds have to be fantastic. We have to, We should pepper that. There has to be a line on that somewhere. Some psychopath. I feel has like that. now that this has been brought to his attention. Which maybe it has been already, but there'll be a game he, where he gets it. Yeah, he gets in. It's like, coach, take me out. I'm done. Twenty-seven, seven, seven. There you go, motherfuckers. As long as they're like winning, he'll or, take it. Or like gonna win. Yeah, he'll he'll just pull out. Just I, pull out. I mean, I can't. I can't. I don't know. I think that's like the weirdest thing ever. Like the stat line, but I think it's interesting that he's the average that in his career has never put that up. Yeah. God, that's the, like, the McDonald's All American thing is probably the weirdest part. It's bizarre, I'm like, right? I'm like pissed about this now because now I'm just gonna be fucking looking for this the whole season. <laughs> you all season. Did he get it? Did he get it? Did he get it? Seven, seven, I, check I, your box I, scores. I like numbers too much in the, in the games, and this is just gonna hurt my head all year. Reddit on Reddit. Reddit on Reddit. You guys want to just go down the line and see if he did it? If he does it this year? I think he's gonna do it. Like I hope. Like if he doesn't do it, I'll be pissed now. <laughs> I don't think he does it this year. I think, it's <laughs> I, think, I think it's done next year. He gets it done next year. Really great prediction on that one. And on that Oh, no, uh, let's update the war game. How's it going over there? The I just finished the double war hand and uh, left hand won. Left hand won. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Left side, strong side. Left Start side, using strong your left, guys. side. Start using your left, guys. And on that note. I hear it feels much better. Left on, yeah, le- I heard the left hand is way better. And uh, don't look at our like intern like that. He has no idea what we're saying. So swing on a full count. Drag he gets both gestures, feet though, okay? Dude, he does get gestures. <laughs> drag both feet in bounds. Rip that puck. Hit that putt. Hit your PKs because they three. Free. Throw that nasty right hook just because we're out of control and hit your free throws. Why, guys? Because we're free. We out you. We love you. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. 
And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.